Rugby League World Cup wrap with Spark Sport. Watch every match of the Rugby League World Cup live on Spark Sport. News Talk ZB. 12 minutes after 7, this is Sports Talk on News Talk ZB. I'm a league fan, rugby league fan. Uh, I've enjoyed the Rugby League World Cup from what I've seen of it, which has been most of it, quite frankly. Well, even New Zealand's been involved in it anyway, but I just get this distinct feeling that it hasn't triggered, it hasn't ignited. No one's hit the touch paper so far. Is that because it's the other side of the world? Is it because it's the wrong time of the day? Is it because the platform maybe is not as popular or not as regular as most people thought it was? Although it is on free-to-air, let's not forget that, which is very, very cool. Uh, is it the fact that the Kiwis haven't quite done what we thought they were going to do? This this spine that we thought was going to set the world on fire really hasn't done a great deal yet. So what is it? What is the disconnect? Why does it feel like it's been... Lost in the ether. Let's talk to a man by the name of Wairangi Korpu. He's an ex-Kiwi himself. Uh, he joins us now. Wairangi, welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, welcome, brother. Yeah, appreciate to talk to you. So what's the deal here with this? It, it feels like it's flying under the radar, or is that just because I'm absolutely swamped with everything else and not a hardcore league? He's only focused on that. Yeah, I mean, a little bit flying under the radar, to be honest. I mean, I suppose, yeah, like you say, we've been sort of overtaken with... Um, Blackburn's World Cup and uh, that, that sort of drama and also our, our cricket um, unfortunately went down last night but I suppose saying that the, the time difference with the, when the games are played etc has made it a little bit hard to catch all the games so the momentum has lost a little bit I mean I've, even myself you know, I'm, you know, I'm, as much as I'm a, a fan of rugby league I don't have a Spark account so I have to sort of wait and watch the replay on uh, on TV three when they when they play those uh, the Kiwi fans and the and the and our Kiwi boys um, games on on TV three so yeah I mean like look it's it's a little bit of a hard hard ask at the moment it's sort of just making it a little bit more difficult and other things are taking over so yeah, well, I suppose that that last bloody November um, you know we're sort of looking forward to it the, the summer and um, Christmas time coming up the end of work bloody functions and all that sort of thing, and the, and the boys are still playing rugby league over there. What about what they're actually doing on the park? I, I like the way that the, and I don't like the way that the cricket has peaked at the wrong end of the season. They thrashed Australia and then petered out. Maybe this is going the other way around. Do you think they're building towards something? Because they've promised a lot. It's a good-looking team. It's got a great spine. There are some fantastic players, but they haven't exactly spilled over with quality and great fixtures so far. Have they still haven't hit top gear? Have they? Why? Yeah, indeed. Uh, whether they do or not, it's, it's just another question. I I agree with you. This is probably one of the best teams we've turned out in a long time. Um, yeah, they have they have the ability to definitely go on and, and do the job and win this World Cup. But um, we yeah we haven't really seen that that real high quality rugby league that we thought we might have got out of this team, especially when we saw them um, earlier on in the year against Tonga um, and 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 how good potentially they. Um, they could be, um, but yeah, I think that might be indicative of of the time of year as well. You know, I I do watch them play. I've watched them play the last couple of weeks, probably before the Fijian game. Um, I can't remember who they played, but it was sort of a telltale signs that you know they're they're playing in November. It's been thirty weeks of you know row and then 
added to that preseason. And, you know, we've got the All-Stars game in February. So has been a very, very long year for some of those boys, in particular some of those uh, grand finalists. Um, so it's, uh, you know, I, I can imagine how it can be hard uh, to sort of hit, hit your peak form, even for an international team in a World Cup year. Um, but, yeah, we're hoping that um, potentially after a bit of a shake-up against the Fijians last week, um, the boys sort of turn on a, on a real good show against Australia. Well, they kind of got slapped, didn't they? And had to wake up pretty fast, thinking we don't want to go back to that 4-2 disaster. And and they came right in the end. But if, if you look at that game and the way like the, the Fijians managed to score and upset the apple cart to a degree, because it was pretty close, it was it 24-18 in the end. Where are the big areas for improvement do you think, for this Kiwi side? What does Michael Maguire have to work on before Saturday morning to at least stand up half a chance to this Aussie side? That's a, I mean, it's a bit of a hard question because, realistically, we have seen that quality of rugby league that that Kiwi side has turned out before. It just hasn't been put together in this World Cup. You know, most, of, you know, most, of the, most of the word around town is, you know, they just look clunky. You know, I think that comes with a little bit of fatigue, to be honest. And so, uh, how you fix fatigue at this time of the year? Uh, who knows? You know, those boys have got to be motivated against a strong Australian side because, you know, albeit, um, you know, if they can get over this side, they'll have to put on a really good performance. And if they can put on a real good performance, it will give them some momentum, momentum going against a, going into against a, a final against a, a pretty strong. You know, England or Samoan side who is improving week in, week out. Let's talk about the spine because this has been much lauded. They've had some interruption as far as consistency in the lineup. Is it just take that click to get the clunk <laughs> like that? Take that to click to get the clunk away, do you think, Wairangi? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, indeed. And I, you know, look, I, I feel like you know, some of those boys who have maybe shone during the NRL season haven't really. Uh, sort of match that quality through this tournament. You know, Brandon, Brandon Smith's probably not been at the best that he'd like it to be. I mean, Jerome Hughes is probably still a little bit off what we've sort of seen him through the through the NRL season. Um, I mean, Joe Marnie's been fantastic. But, um, yeah, look, I think we all can feel that the the room for improvement for this team is, is still there. And if they can do it, then you know, potentially they can go on and, and do the job. Are you surprised, Wairangi Korpu, that uh, Jared Wairia Hargraves isn't there? Apparently still nursing a wee bit of an injury, but I can't help but think there might be a bit of, well, I don't know, you're a bit of a firebrand. Do we really trust you against the Australians? Yeah, yeah I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, he, is, he can be a major um, asset or, or a bit of a liability, Jared Wairia Hargraves, at, at times, and um, you know, I really like you know, I enjoy him the way he plays and uh, you know, I like that he's an enforcer for our team um, and you know, look by all accounts you know, I, I did see I saw two different teams um, come out today one had Moses Liotta in it who I think is probably one of the keys to, to that Kiwi side he has been fantastic this year Moses Liotta but then I saw another side that didn't have him in it so yeah I, I, I'm a little bit surprised to not see him named but you know, yeah, at the same same account. I mean, they've got some they've got some good quality forwards in there, and I think that whoever gets selected can probably yeah can do the job. It's all about peaking at the right time. It's not out of the question. We've seen it happen before. We live in hope to a degree, though, don't we? <laughs> yeah, indeed. And I mean, look, to be fair, if you the the amount of energy and you know, I suppose the, the amount of cohesion it takes to 
to put on a good show and and uh, and get one over the Australians. Let's let's hope that's not where we peak because uh, that has been done before. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's going to be a tough ask because the Australians are really turned it on this World Cup. And yeah, look look, I hope the boys can can put it together. And and, and uh, I think it's going to be a long time. It'll be a long time since the Australians just get get knocked out in the semis. I can't remember a time when they have to, but yeah, it should be an exciting game. Mate, you've got a job. Spend the money. Go and get a Spark subscription. What's wrong with you, Corpu? <laughs> I'm not paying a year-long subscription just to have the World Cup. <laughs> You'll get uh, it for free. That's good. Yeah, yeah, wait for later. Give it an hour. Hey, good on you, Whiting. You're always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for your time. You go well. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.